Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Hey, good morning, Benny. Hi. Hi there. We have somebody in the, this studio today. I'm kind of excited. Superstar. Oh, superstar. You know what? I need volume on my ears because I, you know, I like to hear. There we go. Oh no, just A B C D. There we go. I like there. Thank you very much. So this is the Gratitude Cafe. Your host Sue Lundquist. We have a very special guest. Actually, this is kind of fun and rare. He flew in. To have his um, radio appearance today. Are his arms tired? Oh, are your arms tired? Uh. No, I'm all right. (laughs) (laughs) He'll fit right in. (laughs) Uh, Who are we talking about? We are talking about Michael LeBlanc and manifesting a better life with G-O-D. Use your inherent God nature, which includes law of attraction. We are going to get to this wonderful guest in just a minute. But before we do that, of course, I've got to remind you, all of you, new thoughts, new ideas, New you, new perspective. That's why you're here. I love all of you. That's why I bring all of this to the table. Um, because it's it's an education not only for yourselves, but for me too. Um, I want to remind all of you in the iPod, iTunes world, please give us a five-star rating and uh, follow us and give us some love. We are also doing the 1150 KKNW survey. Of course, I would love for you to vote for my show uh, the Gratitude Cafe and SueLundquist.com. But this, um, more importantly, this is about you guys being able to speak up and tell us what you want to hear, what you are listening to, what what you want to listen to, um, and the types of shows and some demographics. Now, I know that some of the people that have done or taken the survey, which, by the way, thank you so much for doing that, you do not, it can be anonymous at the end. You do not have to have um, your first and last name and all your personal information because I know some of you are, very sensitive to that. So just if you could, of course, vote for me, the Gratitude Cafe, but or and or any other program that's on 1150 KKNW. And you just go to 1150 KKNW and you're going to see the banner right there uh, front and center. I also want to remind all of you, you know that I uh, love Dr. Joe Dispenza in his work. He is now, as of next year, they're having week-long uh, workshops. Why? Because he has found in the last, when, when he does the four day, it's just right at the precipice where you're just, you're, you're in that zone and you're healing and you're getting into it. And then boom, you have to go right back into world as in well, some people call it the Hogwarts world and everything else out there and you get distracted. So he has decided and rightfully so I'm completely excited to do week long beautiful workshops. His next one is in Spain. I am so excited to go to these. Um, please go to drjoedispenza.com. Look under his events. If you would like to join us in Spain, we would love to see you there. Again, Dr. Joe Dispenza, they're doing the week long starting next year, but please, um, you're going to want to sign up quickly. Go to his events. Also, his latest book, Becoming Supernatural, How the Common People Are Doing the Uncommon. 
I want you to hear that, how the common people are doing the uncommon. I have personally witnessed the transformation for some of these people, and it is absolutely incredible. Not only myself, because I'm walking the talk and have been walking his talk for, got a decade now. And uh, again, I just love his work. He teaches you the tools, practical tools to help you heal your body. So if that's something that sounds good to you, uh, I would highly recommend going to his workshops, going and reading his books. There's tons of free resources out there on YouTube, all of that. Go and see what feels right for you. All right, Sue Lundquist here, the Gratitude Cafe. Before we get started and before we bring on Michael, I got to, of course, remind you of another superstar of mine, and that's Josh Parkinson with Resonate Brand. Resonate helps you build beautiful mobile-friendly websites, but more importantly, they help you to build web strategies that helps your business attract new customers, grow a following, and get higher in the search listings. And if you want to create an online course or membership that sells automatically without you lifting a finger, they can help you build and sell that too. So please contact Resonate Web Leadership for a free consult to see what options they have for you. Go to www.resonateweb.agency. Again, all of these people, this is your job, guys. This is where my audience comes in and you have a call to action. Call to action could be liking us on iTunes, five-star reviews, buying my guest book, which is Michael LeBlanc today, going to Josh Parkinson if you have a need, giving him a call. Um, Of course, you do your own due diligence, feel what's right for you. I know that I have personally vetted these amazing people for myself. Uh, Then you see what feels right for you. All right, without further ado, and if you guys are seeing us on the HD high def camera on 1150kknw.com, you're seeing us sitting in the studio right now, and you're seeing the cover of Michael's book. Oh, hang on, Benny's going to show you because it's going to look pretty. There it is. And if you're not and you're driving, well, guess what? You're just going to have to listen to us chit-chat and talk. Okay, so really quick, before I bring in Michael, we have to do a quick shout-out to Chuck and the Chuckettes because Chuck is the one uh, who introduced us. So big, huge thank you to um, Chuck, right? Thanks, Chuck. Yep, thanks, Chuck. Chuck, Chuck, and a Chuck, Chuck, and a Wood Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. I know that's where I go. I'm sorry, Chuck and the Chuckettes. All right. Without further ado, let's bring on Michael LeBlanc, Manifest a Better Life with G-O-D. And we're going to talk about the definition of God um, and how that appears in Michael's life, how he's educating everybody else. So Michael LeBlanc, MSW, LCSW, is a decent human being with a love and passion for spirituality. He is self-taught with 30 plus years of practice and experience on his spiritual journey. He has a bachelor's from Louisiana State University in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and a master's of social work from Our Lady of the Lake University in San Antonio, Texas. He is also a certified life coach and is a business consultant and trainer, teacher, leadership, and cultural change workshop, excuse me. During his life as a social worker, life coach, and consultant and trainer, he has worked with thousands of people in approximately 30 countries and over the past 30 years. Michael and his husband, Mark, reside in Lafayette, Louisiana with their two dogs, Wendell and Murray. I have my new son in the car. I don't know if you've been (laughs) following that, but I have my new golden doodle. His name's Levi, and I am. He's too young to leave at home right now, but all right. So welcome. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, and I'm, you flew I'm, in yesterday, and you got to play a little bit. I did. I got to play with a good friend of mine, Ruth, and yeah. uh, we went hang out, so that was fun. Shout out to Ruthie. Hi, Hi Ruth. Ruth. 
King, thank you, thank you. She had to go back to work today. So. Yes. Okay, let's jump into this marvelous little book. Okay. Uh, Manifest a Better Life with God. Use your in- inherent God nature, because that inherent God nature. But before we do that, let's talk a little bit about backstory, because you went from Catholicism, wanting to study in the clergy, all of that, to now a spirituality with we're going to throw in Reiki. We're going to throw in energy. We're going to throw in law yeah. of attraction. Right. Let's talk about that. All right. So, yeah, eventually I, I thought I was going to be a priest. Right. Yeah. So and I, I had true stories. I had prayed for signs. Right. I prayed for three signs. One was blue roses. And I was so positive they did not exist in this world. I'd never seen a blue rose. So let's make it one of those. Right. So I go this one particular summer and I go live with some priests. They had like a come and see program. And I walk into this house, and I turn around, and on the mantle of this fireplace is this big vase of blue roses. Of course there is. <laughs> and, but I, I, I've never been religious. And then the Bible, it's like there's, there's pieces that have been meaningful, but I've not been a real like big Bible person yes. per se. Yep. Like that's all there is sort of deal. Yep. And then, you know, so it was like, all right, so you're not very religious. And the Bible's it's meaningful, but it's not everything for you. So— and then there's the gay card. So let's not do the priest thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And and, and it evolved from a, a external God that I kind of grew up when I think a lot of us did uh, to a God within. Right. Yeah. So that became more meaningful. Um, and, and there was a piece of Christ being very personal in there that kind of helped that yep. kind of go within. Yep. And then from from today, though, it's it's really my best sense of what God is today is it's it's consciousness. And I just call it God consciousness. Mm. Um, and so, you know, people call it source, universe, divine. Yep. Um, it, you know. Well, that's a lot of language I use only because when, and, and pardon me for, and the audience knows me about this. I'm open to all. White, black, gay, purple, doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not in any dogma, any box. Um, in fact, I stay away from that because I don't, I don't want to have, um, I don't want to have that box. I don't want to have that that thought right. process. And I don't say that that is any bad. Or, it's just different. It's not how I, I want to proceed my life. Right. Um, and, and I wanted to bring this question up to you because I know that there was a lot of people out there in the audience about religion and mm-hmm. about um, the G-O-D word because it has a bit of a negative connotation. Just yeah. kind of like woo-woo has a weird, way, you know, negative connotation. But it's all... To me, it's a divine love, right? And I, I really debated about, because when, I, you know, like the title. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, I know a lot of folks, like, have bad experience or bad, you know, religion or um, it's a he versus, you know. Yeah. I'll... And and I really debated about it. But at the end of the day, I was like, you know, I'm just fine with the word God. Yeah. I, I, it, I don't have those hangups. And if I had some, I, you know, it's, it's just evolved. Yep. Um, I remember a clear time... <laughs> Where I literally remember firing God. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. You're just not enough. I yeah. need I need a God that's more that's more. Yeah. Right? Not this separate, moody, sometimes, you know. Well, the Catholic and, teachings, come and, on. And they did. So so I evolved more into and I still love going to like a, a mat. There's certain oh, rituals yes. of the church I yeah. love. There's certain teachings I'm still good with. Um, but it just I wanted more. Yep. And and that's where this book kind of came about. Here's here's the more that has evolved over these past thirty years for me. Nice. But God to me today is really a consciousness. It's an alive. It's awake. It's a here. 
it's dynamic, it, it's interactive, um, but it's not a he, it's not a distant, it's not a, and, and it's expressing everything in this world. Everything, it's a you, it's a me, it's expressing all of us. Yes. Yeah. So I love that, God consciousness. Being, it's yeah. that consciousness, it's that awareness. And, and I think the language around God and all of that has evolved massively to be able to hear this with better open ears, right? Hear this or anything right. else that I'm bringing on. Right. And right? I've, I've, I've wanted people to know it's, it's not a religious book. Yep. Um, it's, but it is, a very, it is a very spiritual, it is a very personal, because uh, I do, I believe, you know, that to have that personal relationship makes sense. Absolutely. Um, and, it, and it's been just helpful. And then part of what inspired the book was just this, like, how do you use God deliberately? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 I first I thought the book was just going to be tips and suggestions on why the hell law of attraction sometimes works and sometimes <laughs> doesn't. Right. <laughs> and here's what I've been figuring out. Yeah. Because I have places in my life. It works fantastic. And I've had places in my life. Well, what the hell? Yeah. You know, I go to this like, and I kind of opened the book with why the hell yes. isn't it working. Yeah, <laughs> you did. I loved it. And, and it just sort of. Uh, but the when I was writing it, that first part of the book kept. Coming in, it was just this wanting. If I could help anybody not struggle with, does God love me? Am I am I enough? Am I worthy? Any of that? Then that's what the first part of the book kind of evolved. Audience, into. yes, you are worthy. Yes, you yeah. are loved. All of the above. Right. Absolutely. It's not based on a study guide in a said religion that says right. this is how you have to be in order to be loved. That right. is not what God consciousness is. No, and and in, in the book I talk a lot about you know. It, and the book's a, a dialogue between God and I, right? So yeah. we chat the whole Which time. Which is really clever. <laughs> so I want to get to that okay. because your dialogue with your G-O-D, your yeah. God, I love the wave analogy because I think that was, when I was reading that, it I started reading and then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I got to read that and soak that up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I would go on a little bit. I'm like, nope, slow down. I got to sit there and sit in that moment and read it. Can you mm. talk to the audience about that water analogy and, and explain that situation? Yeah. Let's back up a little bit yeah. and explain where that came from. No, so 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 God takes me to the beach. Yep. And we're looking at the beach, and there's tons of waves. And God's like, well, how many waves do you see? And I'm like, well, you know, millions. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and it's like, so if you peered deeper into the wave and went beneath the wave, would you still see the wave? And it's like, well, no, you wouldn't. But what you would see is the ocean. And then God kind of goes into, so think of me as the ocean. And by the way, audience, this is his analogy, Michael's analogy and or conversation saying, you know, God, what are you? What what are you to me? Give me something. And this is his answer or G.O.D.'s answer. Yeah. Yeah. So it's God and I sharing a story. A conversation, a story. Yeah. Okay, continue. No. And so and so it's it's the, the ocean represents that consciousness. And then there's a, a state of wholeness, completeness, and, and God's like, so just for the, the, the joy of life and the joy of expressing and the joy of, of, of love, let me just want to express and create waves. And so this consciousness is just expressing itself as waves from the, from the ocean you know, perspective and the ocean story. But there's never, when you think of the wave in the ocean, it's like there's, there's a oneness to it. There is no separateness. It looks separate on the outside, outside on yeah. the surface, yeah. but, but there's not that. And it's like there's wetness on the top. There's wetness in the middle. There's wetness at the deepest parts of the ocean. It's like, and you can't extract that. 
So, right. so it's the sense of we are an expression of God consciousness, and there's no there's no separateness ever from that. It's just not even possible. And and so the wave story was a way to how to explain that. Yeah, and you guys, seriously, um, you have to get the book to to hear the whole conversation because it really pulled me in. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, totally makes sense. So if you are, if you're trying to think and make all make sense of what this consciousness feels like to you, how you want to name it, whatever it is, this is a really cool analogy. You know what? Let me back up a little bit. Um, will you talk about your experience when you came out with your dad? Because I read that on the on in here too. Because that sure. was, and I say that because I've got a lot of you know different backgrounds of people and audience listening. So I think we can inspire people by doing that and sharing love and opening yeah. that door. No, so if absolutely. you could do that, and 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 part of the inspiration for sharing that in the book was just in the dialogue God and I kept having. God kept, exactly. kept joking about. Diversity and yes. abundance are what I'm about. Yes. Right. And so, so then, you know, God's like, well, tell me, tell me what happened when you came out to your dad. Yeah. And so, so what happened was, and I, of my family, my dad was the last one on the list. Right. I kind of planned, like, I'm gonna start <laughs> off here. My sister, my brother, they're gonna be easy. Mom, eh, you know, be, dad. Dad wasn't my thing. My dad and I have always had an easy relationship. We've just been comfortable with each other. And I just, the thought of losing that mm. was just like gut wrenching to me. So he was last. I was like, All right, I'm going to warm up on these other folks <laughs> and, and I'm going to get to dad. Well, you know, and then life comes along and you're sitting with him and here's the moment. Yep. And I hadn't told anyone yet. It was like, so he's first. But I could just tell. It was, it was just it was he and time. I and it was time. And so I really, like, how do you say this? Because I didn't want to say the word gay because I didn't know what that meant in his head. Yeah, it's like I don't want to wear a dress. I don't. I don't. I don't want yeah. to be a woman. Like that's not what it means to me. I know there's a spectrum of of gayness, right? But yeah. that's not for me. Yeah. So, so I, I was like, what am I really doing? I was like, all right. So I'm dating men. So that's what I chose. All right. Let's just talk about what I'm doing. Hey, I'm dating men. Boom. Yeah. So I, I, then I threw it out there. <laughs> yeah, and you did really quickly too. You're like <laughs> and, right there. And, and he's kind of like looking at me, you know, and it's uh, and, and it, yeah. yeah, and I could just. Feel the gears and right the brain reeling. Yeah. Um, and and then there was just a, a struggle with it and a what and a you know this and then he went off on these other conversations about like it was kind of like he was not used to having a personal conversation and here we are. So well, personal I'm, in general. Then here correct, you go. You're, you're coming he out. He started as a talking gay man. about him and my mom and him and my my stepmom at the time. You know, and just it just went all over the place and had nothing to do with what I was talking about. <laughs> His <laughs> and, way of having a conversation. And then right? he would come back in and then he got mad and he's like, you know, well, why are you telling me all this? I don't need to know, you know. And then I was like, well, so do you not want to know about me? And that just stopped him. And he's like, no, that's not what I'm saying, right? Yeah. And, and it just was exhausting. <laughs> and then he paused at one point. My dad's a really funny guy. And he stops and he goes, he goes, this is really different than talking about your truck. <laughs> <laughs> Just a Maybe wee bit. Maybe to some people. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Maybe to some people. And, yeah. And then it kind of went on, and then I needed to kind of wrap up and leave. I, I was actually getting ready to go meet my mom and them to go to a movie, and I was just like, oh, God. Yeah. Um, but what he did at the end was— That wasn't— And it's, it's still moving today. Mm-hmm. I was standing up to leave. And he grabbed my wrist. I know it's gonna make. And I thought, oh, crap, he's gonna punch me. (laughs) I thought, I thought, like now I'm gonna get. He's just gonna deck me. 
I honestly was like, that's what I thought was going to yeah. happen. And he grabbed my wrist. He pulled me in his lap. And he literally just held me there. Mm. He didn't say anything. He just, it was his way of like, you never need to worry about us. Yeah. Right? And I, I kind of, the subtitle I think was, you never need to talk about this again. <laughs> <laughs> we got but, this. But but as far as you and I, I'm good. Um, and, you know, and, and, and part of the, the inspiration for that in the book had to do with, my dad chose love. He didn't choose the hatred or the, you know, all the scarce scarcity, yeah. fear, yeah. all yeah. of that stuff. Yeah. Of course, it comes up, right? You, you know, know, he he went with his love for me overall. So everything. Uh, what a great message. Yeah, and you know, and and so Mark entered the picture later, and we've been together nineteen years. We've been married for four, and he's like another son. Son, dad, yeah. So. The whole family's yeah. um, brought him in. Wonderful. Yeah, so. so before we uh, thank you for that, and thank you because that's a no. personal story, and I'm yeah. glad. I really, I read that. Um, and I can tell that you you're still emotional about it, as am I, because I can I can yeah. feel that. Yeah. And there's so many listeners out there that I'm sure that you have inspired right. because of that story. So thank you very much. Because no, sure. we all need to choose love. Yeah. Bottom line, yeah. choose love, and that love could be your God consciousness. That could be something that's within yourself. That's something defined as purple. It could be defined right. as your God. It's right. it's how you interpret that. I call it my divine love, my mm-hmm. my universal love. That's that's what I call it. Right. Um, and that um, I, I want my audience to get the education around that because when I when I came out as a medium and a psychic, that was extremely. It's still kind of nerve wracking for me because I have a lot of religious people around me that um, are not accepting of it, and I just want to love. Mm-hmm. I honestly just want to love and nurture. And if you're right. going to say, no, you're not good enough for me because of I have this religion, that was scary for me. I didn't know how to react when I was younger. And I just, right. you know, and I, and I speak to this to the audience because it's important because the audience is also thinking of this too. Whether you're mm-hmm. gay or coming out as a psychic or a medium or yeah. whatever it is, yeah, whatever. whatever it may be, you, you don't want anybody to come or to um, reject you. Right. It's right. that whole rejection and abandonment and all that right. good stuff. And, yeah, and, yeah, and like for my dad, just because I had that connection, mm-hmm. the thought of not having that, you know, was just oh, what was painful. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, fr- and from that story, it was like God was like, and just know that that's what I do with all of you. Right. Regardless of, of anything. Yes. That's always what you get. Yes. There's, it's kind of like there's a constant source of water to the wave. There's a constant source of love always going on always. now now we might at times cut that off and <laughs> and not pay attention to yes, it yes yes you know? but that doesn't mean this the source of that love is ever stopping oh right? it's always always there and i think that right there is so valuable because when i know when i was going in through my turmoil my fears my tragedies i'm like well wait a minute didn't the bible and didn't i learn in church that you know, God's always with me or he won't let this stuff happen to me, you know, and it didn't make sense to me in my head because all this stuff was happening to me. So then I had to reshift and go, well, you're taking accountability for your own soul's path and um, learning from it. And all of it's all of it is creating wisdom for what I needed, what I set up to come here. At least that's my belief. Right. My soul's path coming here to create what I need to create, learn what I need to learn, all of that good stuff. 
All right, so we're going to yeah. take um, a quick commercial break. When we come back, let's jump more into your wonderful little book. We are talking to Michael LeBlanc, Manifest a Better Life with God. Use your inherent God nature, which includes law of attraction. What do you want, guys? Um, what are you manifesting? Are you asking the right questions? Are you doing the right things? Um, G.O.D. loves you. There's always that vein of love. You may go left, you may go right, but there's always going to be that vein of love. Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe, and we will be right back. Attracting the wrong things in your life? Blocked? In transition? Can't seem to get clear? Let Sue Lundquist, Intuitive Clarity Coach, guide you through to confidence and sustained positive change. This is achieved with easy, practical tools you can use in your everyday life. Call now for your personal one-on-one clarity coaching session with Sue to get back to who you really are, confident, purposeful, and positive. Call Sue at 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. Alternative Talk 1150 is like no other radio station. Here we provide a platform for the exchange of great ideas and positive energy. Our radio shows vary greatly, but do share a common goal of bettering listeners' lives. Perhaps you're ready to join our family of radio show hosts. Learn how affordable and rewarding it can be to host your own radio show. Call me, Eric Cream, at 425-653-1150. That's 425-653-1150. And let's discuss your radio dream. Advertising, successful advertising that is, is all about being on the right platform with the right message the right amount of times. Do the right thing for your business. Advertise on the Gratitude Cafe with Sue Lundquist. Reach her loyal audience with your important message. Best of all, the options are affordable so you can stretch your advertising dollar to reach the right amount of consumers. Learn more today at 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. Ready to release pain? Energy is not bound by space. Whether you're in Tennessee or Sue's own backyard of Woodenville, Washington, Sue Lundquist can do both in-person and distance energy healing. Sue holistically integrates a range of energy healing modalities that break through blockages and work through both the physical and emotional energy body. You'll find both a guide and a healer in working with Sue. Hire Sue now at suelundquist.com or call 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. Following the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff. Think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Honey, 
Oh, if you were on the HD camera, I kept going, turn that camera. Oh. Benny's over oh. here having a good time jamming to the music <laughs> Best here. song ever. Ah, oh, it is hilarious. Okay, Benny's having a good time. We're having a good time in studio today. In studio, of course, myself, uh, Sue Lundquist and the Gratitude Cafe. And then we have, uh, a.k.a. Superman, my producer, Benny, over there, pushing the buttons and doing all the magic. And then today we have Michael LeBlanc manifest a better life with G.O.D. God, what is your God? Your God consciousness. Um, top of the hour, we talked about what that meant to Michael, what G.O.D., how he defines it in his life. Um, between spirituality, I personally, I'm, I'm highly spiritual. It doesn't have to be defined as a G.O.D. or anything. Um, it's, it's more to me. It's, it's like you were, um, Michael, you were talking about God consciousness. Right. It's having that awareness. It's, it's having that love and acceptance within yourself and then sharing that outwardly. Um, let's talk about the two messages that you got, right? It would not messages, but, um, what did we talk about in the break? The, the, oh, the two, uh, so there's kind of like two pieces of paper yes, that gives yeah. in the book and they're, they're, they serve as sort of summaries and one's about our inherent God nature and the other's about, well, how do you, how do you use that to manifest a better life? Yeah. And how then we you... got to talk about the centering prayer because sure. that is really sure. a good practical tool that they can take into their life. Like right now, yep. but let's talk about what you were I'm, you lead it. Go for it, Michael. So the two papers are, are really serving as summaries for, for the reader, right? So, yes. And the first one's just kind of summing up around our inherent God nature. Um, and, and really a, about be, because God is a consciousness and we are an expression of this consciousness, it's kind of like the, the wave is a real literal expression of the ocean. There's yes. an inherent nature then yes. to the wave that is identical to the ocean, right? And yes. so... We have an inherent nature that's just identical to divine God, source, whatever you want to call that. And that's in the book, I just call it as our inherent God nature. And, and our emotions are kind of a constant letting me know how aligned or unaligned I am with my true self, my divine self, my inherent self. Okay, guys, did you catch that? So your consciousness, whether you're on the line or you've waved off left or right, which is totally fine mm-hmm. because that's a lesson learned in itself, the the line is going to be more in grace and ease when you move off. Yeah, it's like this place of your inherent God nature. Just There's a place. Of, it's a natural place of joy, of wholeness, of completeness. There's, there's no lack there. And right? let's, let's just kind of do a segue right sure. there because I know— I I know that I have caught myself in my own awareness of oh wait a minute that's way too easy it can't be if it's that easy and our our mindset and our society says oh well that's too easy it can't be yeah. but this it is that's how it's life is supposed to be it's supposed to be in that grace and that ease well, and that joy right and when I'm thinking about life or something in particular right and I'm focused on it in a certain way and I feel negative. It's like the negative is, is, is not aligned with how my inherent nature can see or think about life the same thing. Yes. So like this – and in the book I talk about money because it's been an issue for me. It's like why the hell does it work sometimes? Why not? Thank you. Like I can yes, do, please. I can do cars. I can do houses. Relationships are good. Friends are good. You know, but, but then bring on money and it's like what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and so – there's a place of like inherently there is no lack around money. There's no lack around anything. So there's a wholeness, a completeness, an abundance, et cetera, yes. right? 
So when I'm looking at the subject of money and dealing with whatever, and if I can tune myself to practice the feeling of joy, appreciation, wholeness, completeness. Around the money. Yeah. yeah. Then, then I am aligned with how my inherent God nature knows the truth about this yes. that subject. Yes. And if I hang out there more, then law of attraction piece kicks in, right? There's just more conditions that are going to line, line up with more abundance. Yes. The challenge for me, because money's been tied into this survival thing, so it's it's the consistency gets hard. The if that feeling like worried or desperate stuff kind of kicks in, then I want to start trying to force it to happen. So so I'll be I'll be trying to visualize, but I'll be doing it with a different twist. I'm trying to force it. Yes. <laughs> and, and that and that's a different vibration. That's a different signal. That's, that's not a, grace and ease. No, yeah. Right. So so there's a our feeling place for me has really become my feelings are always letting me know how aligned or not aligned I am. And, and here's a, just an easy example. Okay. I was mowing my grass, and I'm in the backyard. And I just, I'm, I just, this wave of, like, you, you're not good enough. You're, you're, you, you know, your book's not selling much. You know, you're. I call that the drunk monkey. It, it's just yeah. this, like, Ugh. you know, just, la- you know, failure stuff. Yep. Um, and all I'm trying to do is mow my grass, <laughs> right? And, and then, chat, but here, chat, but here chat, it is. Yeah, yeah. And so I stop myself and it's like, all right, so, so let's agree your inherent nature is, and it's here now, and, and let's just reach for thoughts that are more aligned with what's inherently true. Yes. Right? And I just start doing that, and I just start appreciating my grass, and I have it, and I can, I have grass, and right? And you got the money to put in the gas tank. And, and, I, and yeah. I just visited my dad, who has to use a walker or a wheelchair now. He can't walk on his own anymore. And it's like, you know, I can walk, you know? And so I just, I just went and I made the agreement first. And I, and I think that's a, that's a tip I do all the time. When I catch the negative, I stop and I make an agreement. All right, that is different than what's inherently true. And it's just, always a number one. It's got to be the awareness. Yeah, I, I just make the Everything, agreement. Yeah, there's a difference, and then I make an agreement. All right, so for the next five minutes, let's just only reach for thoughts that are what's inherently true. Yep. Right. What does my inherent God nature say about X or whatever? So let's go to this. And if, in three, if, three or four minutes in the mowing, I felt amazing. Okay. Just three or four minutes. Three four minutes. Maybe you changed your mindset. Changed it. My feelings will follow suit. So. I'm going to be the advocate for the audience and other people starting this journey. What if I don't know what that line is? What if I don't know what that inherent God sense is? How can I put in language that I'm not even sure about myself? How can can we give them? Because so, I yeah, go ahead. No, well, what popped in my head was a practice. Um, so centering prayer is a meditation, sort of silence practice that yes. I use, and I've been practicing it since the late '80s when I lived in Austin. Thank you, Tim and Barbara, with Church of Conscious Harmony, because they were the ones who taught it to me. Yes. Um, and Silence of the Mind, it's, page 31. It's called Centering Prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was originally in the monasteries, and and then there were certain monks that helped kind of bring it forward. And there, there's a whole history of it that I'm going to screw up if I try to tell you. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll so, just go so with I'm not going to do got. that. Yeah. But the practice itself is super easy. So. Can um, I read this? Can I read this from your book, page 31? Yeah, go, go right ahead. It's because I, I wrote, you can see I've got a bunch of chicken scratches here, but this is, um, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it says, you pull away or let go of the physical conditions that can be entering but distracting, and you let yourself be with me, your truest self, your non-physical self, and what you call your spiritual self. 
and what I'm calling your inherent self and your inherent God nature. Being in silence is literally being in, being with God, being how you define God. Right. So if somebody is so riddled, post-traumatic stress, traumas, um, all of that, and I, I can speak to that because that's an anxiety and all of that. And I didn't even know what I had until it was labeled that. And I'm like, well, I, one, I'm not going to label it because it gives it power. But two, okay, now I can recognize it and catch it. Um, but I instantly, I have to catch it like you were just mm-hmm. saying when, with the lawnmower. You have to catch it and go, okay, nope, thank you very much. That's not me anymore. And I push that mm-hmm. away. And I go into my center and that God, that God coherence, that, that, right. that place. So please continue with that centering prayer to get, to get, to numb that or not numb, but to no, um, quiet it's, the it's, drunk it's, monkey. It's a practice. So it's, it's kind of like I do with the lawnmower. It's, it's, I'm training myself to not just be a victim to my feelings and let them decide what's going to go on. And you're actually scientifically changing your neurological you pathway. You are. Dr. Joe Dispenza I, spent. I, I refer yes. to Joe in my book because. I've not overcome a physical ailment like in the placebo, the, the book is yes. you are the placebo. Yes. And, and I wanted a reader in the book. I, I only sure I shared stories if they were true for me. Yep. And I didn't have like a recovery from that. So but I wanted in the book, I wanted folks who are to have a, a resource. So I talk about Joe and I talk about the placebo effect and like go there. Yes. Go and <laughs> go, do go, your homework. Go, go to him, see, yeah. go read his book, go watch his YouTubes, go do whatever. Cause he, he has you know recovered from his own injury and he's worked with tons of people who have recovered from illnesses. And so it's like, you know, cause if I was struggling with that, I would be all over that. Oh, in a hot second. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's like, so I just kind of wanted to do that. Yeah. But thank the, you. The, yeah. The centering prayer. Um, so, so here's, here's what you do. Okay. You're just going to set a timer for 20 minutes or 15. Okay. The the recommended is 20. All right. And you choose a word. They call it a sacred word. And the word just represents that for the next 20 minutes, you're going to just stop everything. You're going to be in silence. And you're just going to be with whatever that is you believe in. So if it's if it's God, if it's source, if it's universe, if If it's it's your horse, if your your true self. Yeah. Whatever that that just space um, whatever you term that. Yes. You're just going to agree, though, for the next 20 minutes, I'm only going to be with that. That. Now, I'm not praying. I mean, I'm not talking. I'm not asking for. I'm not trying to, you know, I, it's not a conversational piece. It's just let's be together. It's like it's just like if you and I decided for space. right now. Hold the space. You and I were just going to be yes. with each other. Yes. Um, I think of it as God and I on a park bench. Yep. And we're not going to talk, but we're just going to be with each other in this space. Yes. And the sacred word is because your mind's going to start coming up with stuff and you're going to start thinking about things and you're going to go over there. Your attention's going to leave and feelings might come up because now you're getting still. And sometimes that happens. Right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> sometimes. When we're, when we're busy, that doesn't, you know. Yeah, but when we're you distracted. Stop, yeah. So, so, but the thing is. The sacred word is just reintroduce that word. So, so mine's high God, right? It's just if I'm kind of drifting, I come back and I'm like, oh, hi, God. Yeah. Right. And I kind of bring, bring myself back. In, yeah. back and mine's love and trust. And it's just, just boom. And Father Keating, who does a lot of teachings on that, says just as if you were laying a feather on cotton, right? Just that gentle to reintroduce that word. Mm, I like that visual. And again, you might do that word many times. Or you might have a sit, a session that's going to go really well and, and it's going to be easy. I went, 
I've done 10 day retreats and I went to one in Snowmass, Colorado and you're in this valley and it's gorgeous. And I thought, oh, this is going to be wonderful. And it was not. (laughs) It was like I'm around all this beauty and silence and stillness. And my brain is like active, right? Yeah. So so it's just introduce the word. If you notice you drift off onto something else or if you notice feelings come up, don't like don't let your attention stay on those. Come back to your intention, which is to just be with you know, for me, it's God or, or whatever. So if you, and I'm going to advocate again for the audience, because right now we're specifically talking about the centering prayer, helping you to get back to your oneness. If you're in a different situation and not in the centering prayer, this is just to get you into the centering prayer. If you're in a different situation where things come up and you need to deal with them at that point, that's when you deal with them. That's not what we're talking about here in the centering prayer. We're talking about getting yourself to oneness again. And then after you get yourself to oneness, you can go to get those drunk monkey fears and stuff that yeah, may like come so up. when I was mowing, I just a different this space. was just a mental hey, let's just what's inherently true and reach. But for you've thoughts. already gotten that, you know, you yeah. already you can but you can say that and you're already in that space. It, where it's a lot quicker. It's these all days. yeah. Yes. I'm yes. talking to the audience that are like, okay, we're just learning this. Yeah, this is so, not the space where you go in and you start working on. No, yourself. centering prayer is just really a, it is a prayer practice. It's a silence practice. Yes, it's really a meditation practice. Perfect. Um. But it came out of the monasteries, you know. I love it. And, and so, um, and it's, it's, I use Insight Timer. I just set it and it tracks things. So you can, you know, um, because if you set the timer, then you can forget about it. Right. Yep. And it'll let you know when you turn your mind up. off. Right. Yeah. And then all I do is I make my agreement. All right. So God, for the next 20 minutes, let's just be with you. And I get comfortable and I close my eyes and I just sit. And then anytime I drift off and thoughts come up or, you know, my mind starts going here or whatever, I just reintroduce the word and I come back to what's my intention. And again, audience, I'm advocating yeah. for you. If 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 the word G-O-D does not resonate with you, sure. use something else, my loves. Yeah, use it. Use um, love and trust. That's that's my language I use for myself. I'm like, if I find myself in judgments, mm-hmm. again, that's a different avenue. But if I find myself in judgments, go, no, I, I'm choosing love and trust, whatever that looks like. But mm-hmm. in this space, we're specifically talking about the centering prayer. So find something in your life, a word, a phrase, maybe it's a mini quote that's mm-hmm. going to bring you back to that center right. and tell your body, your neurosystem, everything that you're going to go into that zone. And it's a practice. It's a right? practice. So yeah. they recommend two 20-minute practices a day, one in the morning, one at night. Um, I know for myself, like when life throws you things, because it does. And I know for me, because chronic worry, anxiety, is, is it's so much better, but it's still a thing. Yep. That if life just tossed this at me, then why wait? Yeah. <laughs> I know it's going to get that way for me. So I up my my prayer times. I up my meditation time. Yeah. Right? I just build it in. It's kind of like if you were sick and they said, hey, take this four times a day, right, to yep. get you better, then great. I know life just threw this at me. I'm going to struggle. Up my Annie. Then let me up my, my, my inner, my personal work, right? I love it. It's just like, let me do it four times a day then. Yeah. You know, six times a day. It's like, well... Because otherwise, that will just throw me into a deeper place, a worse place, you know, and, and why go there? Right. Why go there? So, audience, do you hear what he's saying? He's saying, you know, it's, it's like if a doctor's, you know, I'm not a big pill mentality and the audience knows that, but we're giving you tools. It's an analogy. I know, and it's a yeah. really good analogy, but, of course, I'm advocating for the yeah. audience. So here, 
This is you guys, your meditation, your centering prayer. This is you taking your medicine. It's it's a mental body. It's but it is. It's a neurological, right. biological medicine that it you does. can do all on your own. It changes everything. And it, but it, you have to choose to do that. You do. Yeah. And, and so, like places like with you know, like I was on my mowing my grass or things like that, I can come back to center a lot quicker because I've. It's just been practiced, though. It's like it, it doesn't take as long as it used to. Yes. So you were mowing your lawn. Somebody might be driving the car and checking out, listening to here. So that's the perfect time where that stuff just sneaks right in. And because you go, you're, you're not distracted with this meeting or that mm-hmm. something or other or whatever it is. And allow yourself to get into that centering prayer, get into that that centering prayer, that that essence, that yeah, it's a practice of silence. It's a practice of meditation. Yes. Um, you know, and even in the book, I mean, some people have a friend who jogs. He's a runner. And that's very meditative. Very, oh, I do and, that. That's and again, so God and I me. go back to, you know, God's diverse and abundance, right? So there's not like one way. You know, it's not like centering prayer. There, there's tons of ways to meditate. Um, one of the things I do find that it's like, well, when do you use silence or when do you use a guided meditation? Right? So right. Because there are guided meditations yes. you can listen yes. to. Yes. And what I find is if I'm really struggling with focusing, it's just it's just hell today to focus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then a guided meditation helps, helps me, me do that. Yep. And like so Jerry and Esther Hicks on the teachings of yes. Abraham, theirs are great because they have guided and then they shut up. And then there's they, – Yeah, they, right? yeah. And so because for me it's like I want the guidedness. If to I'm kick having, it in the butt. Because I'm having trouble yep. focusing. Yeah. But then I want the silent part. Yes, And I then agree. there are other times I'm not having as much trouble – and a guided meditation will just annoy me, and, I, and I'll just go to silence. Yeah, time. perfect. Right. Thank right. you for sh- being so transparent because there's people out there going, well, I can't sit there, and it's quiet. No, it's you guys figure this out yeah. for yourself, lovelies. No, Do. When, he, when he jogs, he gets in a nice meditative place. Oh, I, like, I know, and I'm jonesing for my jog because I've been out of town, and I that is my meditative state. Yeah, I absolutely. I love it there. Um, another person I recommend is Kelly Howell. Are you familiar with her at all? Mm-hmm. Um, I have vetted her, and, and they do, because I, and my audience knows this too, the subliminal stuff that comes out, I'm, I want to make sure it's true, authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelly Howell's another really good one, and she does. She walks you through meditation okay. and or yeah. the mix of both. So that's yeah. another recommendation as well. No, absolutely. Really absolutely. good stuff. So talk to me. We've got a few. We've got about so, eight more minutes. Please, No, go ahead, Mike. No, so... so the the last part of the book is what I originally was going to write. Like, why doesn't it work sometimes? Oh, yes. Right? And and the three kind of things I hit on were, one, consistency. Yes. And, and Joe talks about that a lot in his work. It's like you can't just – so let's say I'm trying to increase my business, right? I want more business. And so I'm trying to visualize and feel me with more business. Yes. I can't just do that here and there every now and then. Right. I've got to do it on a consistent basis because I'm trying to embody a new feeling. I'm trying to embody a new way to think. I'm trying to embody both my thinking, my feeling. And and so in the way I describe it, it's like you're trying to shift your consciousness and then the conditions can shift. Yes. But the consistency has to be there. Yes. Because otherwise you'll go back to default, which is your, you know, whether you, you don't believe or whatever. I was I was at a, a opening of a restaurant, and I was talking to the owner, and I was just curious, well, how much does he really believe he's going to succeed? And so I asked him, 
And he really fumbled with his answer. Like he, well, you know, it's really hard to start a restaurant. It's really hard for the first year. And and as a life coach, I was thinking, well, man, (laughs) how important would it be for him to do this work around believing it's it's going to be great in 10 years from now and all these loyal customers and unfortunately they they just closed down they were open about a year and a month or two and then they closed down oh, and i and i just kept thinking about that so the consistency is important um the the consistency of the mind chatter keeping that in keeping the feeling the, it's yep. it's even more than the what am i thinking it's it's am i generating the feeling state Yes, that's like not from fear or lack. No, but let's say I'm trying to grow. I want more business. There's a feeling of what that would feel like when it's done. Yes, it would feel awesome. I'm going to feel this freedom. I'm going to feel this excitement. Yes, that feeling place is what has to be practiced and embodied. Yes, and the consistency is what's going to matter. It's kind of like affirmations. It's like, well, does it generate a better feeling state for you? Then great, use the affirmation. If it's an affirmation and you're just saying it, but there ain't much going on for you. Well, go for another one. Yeah, find something. That's <laughs> really important. Repeat the, yourself there because there's so much hum about affirmations. Well, it's it, it's it's not the thought so much. It's the feeling place that's getting generated. Yeah. And that's what matters. I feel true abundance. I feel true joy. I feel the love, you know. And because and, and, the law of attraction is really responding to more of that space yep. than the thoughts in your head, yeah. per se. So, because it's just thoughts. It's so consistency, yeah, cons- get that feeling of that doneness consistent. And that's going to help it along a lot more. That's where the magic happens yeah. and getting yeah. yourself in that state. And that's what you talk about in your book of being in that state, but also. Yeah, I talk about consistency. There's like three kind of things, consistency, um, limiting beliefs, like I'm not enough. Right? Yep. For me, has been one. Um, and really getting, you know, and, and practicing the I am enough. And practicing it consistent enough. <laughs> and catching yourself, having yeah. the awareness, because that's yeah, a number one. Yeah, because when I was mowing my grass, that's what was boom, right? You yeah, know, just... because you're not distracted. Right. You're in the zone, right? So, yeah, and, and that's whether it's mowing lawn or driving. Please, go and ahead. My, no, and my third uh, just kind of tip about why it might not be working sometimes had to do with we shift from this. We It's a subtle shift, but we get into trying. We're trying to really force it to happen. And, and, and it's no longer really trying to allow it to happen. Or what's the inspiration? Because when I get... Releasing the outcome. Yeah. Releasing the... Yeah. When I get that feeling place going, right, let's say my my increase in business, there's actions and inspiration that's going to come from that space. Because action still has to happen. It's not like you just sit in your room and... Like, you know, like I had to see myself with the book written and feel the joy of that. Yes. But I had to write the book. Yeah. Yeah. You still <laughs> yeah, have to get there and I have and do a corporate job and yeah. I had to work it in the mornings and the evenings and yeah. on the plane ride. You know, but I felt inspired. I had great ideas because I kept practicing that feeling place of it done. Mm. And so to me, that's where the action piece can get tricky. It's like there's there's going to be action to take. But if you practice the feeling of the doneness of what you're after – what to do and you, you those inspirations come and then it like writing the book didn't feel like work it just was fun i enjoyed literally writing it it didn't feel like effort um whereas when we're taking action and it just feels like effort 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 we're not really aligned yet right? that's a that was a superpower tip folks again if it's too hard if you're paddling upstream yeah, yeah that's then analogy. hey let's take a look at that and see where you're Aligned in your true nature, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like action's still a part of the equation, but the action, the clarity of what should I do, the next step, 
And then it doesn't feel so much like action. It doesn't feel like work. It, it, yeah. just, it feels like, yeah, I want to go do that. How can people get a hold of you? What if they want to hire so, you? What so, are you doing? Where are so you at? Create, createwithconsciousness.com is my website. Createwithconsciousness.com. So create you can email me at michael at createwithconsciousness.com. Wonderful. So for life coaching. Um, Events. On the book. Yeah, I created a workshop off of the book. Um, and when I flew to North Carolina, I went to a church. They did a, I did a speaking engagement Friday night and then a one-day kind of retreat workshop. Okay. Um, and as a social worker, I'm going to try to get it certified for CEUs for continuing ed oh, credits. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you can kind of come and get mental health for yourself, right? Yeah. Continuing ed. Yeah. And then I am starting up a YouTube channel. So there'll be just these, just sharing like, hey, here's something I tried and it worked. And, and if it works for you, great, right? Perfect. Just these little five, seven minute kind of things. Nice. And I'm hoping to have that in about a, a week. But createwithconsciousness.com. Okay. What's on the agenda? We've got a few more minutes. So what's on the agenda going forward with you, with the book? Where are you going to be? What? What's so I want to try to do more book signings. Okay. I did one this summer, and it was fun. I love wine. All right. So so I did a, I did a wine and sign. Nice. <laughs> I love it. I hooked up with a cafe back in, my, in Lafayette where I live. Yeah. Um, and they had one of their distributors come in and so we did a wine tasting nice. i had door prizes and we did a book signing um, and brought people into their store and it was a you know it was just a win-win Perfect. kind of thing uh there's a in my hometown of new iberia louisiana hello new iberia yeah um, there's a, a little bookstore called books along the tesh and i'm gonna be doing a book signing on the 25th it's the saturday after thanksgiving okay uh, and i'm gonna do one there Fun. Uh, but no the next things would be the youtube channel to come up Okay. And then I want to kind of fine-tune the workshop that I want to do from the book. So how, as a um, coach, how yes. are you helping men, women, all of the all above? All of the above. It's just I'm, I, there's an active piece to the coaching, so kind of that agreement I make with myself. Okay. I want to make that with my clients. So, so I want you – the work is to actively align and reach for those thoughts that align with what you want, right? And you – There's always a story about what I don't want and oh, all yeah. that stuff. And I don't want to use the time. I, I want to understand what you're after. But once I understand it, then let's go for it. And let's generate the emotion of you with what you want. And so that's what I want my work to be. Um, so there's an active piece to the session. Uh, I, I have trained in Reiki and stuff over the years. Yeah. So there's a place of, of silence and energy work that I'll incorporate. Yep. Um, so it's options. You can do one or the other or a combination of both. Tapping into the energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so all that's kind of on my, on my uh, if you go to my website and go to services, I can talk about it on there. As Wonderful. Well. All right. Createwithconsciousness.com. If you are driving, you know where to get a hold of me. That's com. Well, Michael, this has been yes. absolutely It's delivered. on Amazon. And it's on Amazon. You guys follow the links there too as well. All right. We will see you next week. Until next time, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe. Don't forget, every week is a new show, and you could submit your questions at sulanquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. 
You can also call into the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at suelundquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week.